good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you may be. This is the Broom Closet Podcast, Episode 2. I'm Jacoby with Tommy Slattery, a new edition of Nathan Good. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing fantastic. Oh, I'm living my best. Yeah, so Nathan's going to be joining us from now on. Harry had uh, prior commitments and will not be joining us tonight. It's Thursday this week when we're recording this. Uh, the game between the Dolphins and Ravens starting pretty soon. So we're going to try and get this done in a timely fashion. Let's go ahead and waste no time and get uh, right into this. There's lots of stuff going on um, regarding new signs. Uh, to new additions to some teams. We got OBJ signing with the Rams. What do you guys think of that? I love it. It's they screwed over Green Bay fans again, thinking that they're gonna get OBJ, and it's it's always good when you see Green Bay fans cry. That's what I got from it. That's coming straight from a Bears fan, right? From a true <laughs> NFL fan, the monopoly of the LA Rams is getting out of hand. And it's OBJ trying to get a free pass to success that he hasn't been able to get on his own. I just don't like the fit. I think it it's a fit. I just don't like it. I think there's other places he could have gone. Um, in my opinion, I wanted to see him uh, go to the to New England and join Mac Jones. But I, you know, I'm kind of agreeing with Nathan here. I just I think it's a free pass. Well, as a Robert Woods owner in one of my leagues, I'm not really happy about this. In the other, in that other sense, but I think it's a great fit for the Rams. Honestly, add more star power. That's what you need to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, Cooper Cup is on track for 1,900 yards and 21 touchdowns this year. This is only going to jack it up from a fantasy perspective. Uh, Robert Woods is now a wide receiver three, so that jacks up a lot of fantasy owners. But it brings some value to Odell in fantasy, and for the people that want to see him succeed with all the controversy of Baker Mayfield not throwing his way, it should be a good fit for him. You know what's weird? Van Jefferson was starting to play really well. And right, Van yeah. Van Jefferson's not going to exist. Van Jefferson was like a fill-in flex for me, and now I, I might as well just get yeah, rid of him. I'll just drop him. There's no way. Right. Like, you might be able to keep him for another week to see what if they're going to actually use OBJ the first week. But other than that, he's going to be a drop candidate. 100%. Exactly, exactly. And then obviously the other big news was Cam Newton rejoining the Carolina Panthers, and... I, the Sam Darnold experience has not worked. It's just it's it's sad to see because I was a big Sam Darnold guy as a Bears fan during the off season. I wanted Sam Darnold, like he was my number one choice. Uh, if it wasn't possible to get Russell Wilson or um, Deshaun Watson, obviously, but I think it's a great fit coming back. It should. It's a. I would say it's a ticket-selling thing. I mean, the Panthers, you don't know if they're going to be competitive going forward, and they need to sell tickets somehow, so why not get your former MVP back? I think the Panthers got a really good chance in that division. Uh, division's wide open to at least three teams, minus the Texans. Uh, if you notice, the Sam, everyone thought Sam Darnold was working through the first three games, but it was a complete fluke. I mean, the guy... He had three touchdowns to three games, and the third game he played the Texans with no touchdowns. Uh, it's the wrong, wrong South. It's the... What? NFC South. Texans are not in the... What are the, what are the Panthers in? The Panthers are in the NFC South with the Saints oh, yeah. and the... In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Who's <laughs> the fourth team? Tampa Bay. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's not wide open. But they're still wild card contending team. And to the point of San Darnold, they, the guy wasn't the 
man, he I think he has seven touchdowns through the year with eleven interceptions. He was throwing checkdowns to CMC. I think this is a great fit for Cam Newton and the Panthers moving forward. I gotta, I love the return. The I gotta ask a question. What Tommy is saying is this just for tickets? Or I are think, they trying to win? I think you're somehow trying to win. I think you can make a wild card, but I mean, people aren't, aren't going to want to come see Cam Newton. They're going to want to, and obviously trading for Gilmore too still kind of puts you at a competitive like where you want to compete. But is the Cam Newton we saw in New England, man? I don't know if it's gonna. Just don't know it's gonna be good. Maybe coming back. Carolina just will energize him to be old 2015 Cam Newton. Well, so what caused him to leave? Leave? Because the Panthers wanted to move on from him. It was time. So he was playing. He was he was regressing. It was obvious to watch. And they wanted to go forward with the new plan. They went with Teddy Bridgewater. And he was oh, average. So, you know, hurt. you say he was regressing. He, he, yes. And he, he did. And he did. He, he went did. to the Patriots and he did. So why bring him back? I bring him back to sell tickets, and Sam Donald is an awful quarterback. And you, do you really trust um, what's his name? The XFL would have been XFL MVP. Uh, I'm blanking on his name right now, but I don't think you trust him. And uh, I, I can't even can come in and play decently well, but not anything extreme. I don't. They're probably gonna miss out in the playoffs just because. It's just Sam Donald's been awful. Sam Darnold's not the guy. PJ, it was PJ Walker that I don't. I wouldn't trust PJ Walker. I just think it's it's for tickets and tickets only because I don't see why you you want to move on from a guy and then you see him go somewhere else and then plays some of the worst football I've seen and now all of a sudden we're like, oh, let's bring him back. I, I just don't see how that works out. And they're they're scared. Is that their schedule? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, their schedule is pretty pretty brutal going forward also. I mean, the Falcons are pretty decent, too. I mean, no, I, that game already happened. No, this is... Well, this is oh, wait, the, that game's already happened. Yeah, they, they uh, play yeah, well, Arizona. This, Arizona, uh, you got two wins against Washington and Miami, and then Atlanta is just... If, do you have a win against Miami? I do. We're going to get into that uh, in a little bit, but, I mean, I see with how streaky they are, I wouldn't give them a win. They're like I honestly think this is going to change the Panthers' season. Cam Newton, Cam Newton, with the addition of McCaffrey coming back, is going to open so much, and you let him get out of the pocket. I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback. I just think right, he's going to clean slate. I I agree, and and plus he's got he's got weapons at his dispense. So look at those. Look at those. And the defense is still not bad. I mean, right. he's still hurting from losing Luke Keekley. But look at the last four games. Buffalo, Tampa Bay twice, and New Orleans. I mean, we don't even know what New Orleans is. They're just like a weekly thing. We don't know if they're going to be good, they're going to be bad. And it's unfortunate they're in the NFC. The NFC wildcard team is going to be 10 or 11 wins. Yeah. Yeah. So now moving on, I know Tommy's going to just go absolutely nuts for this, <laughs> but we're going to talk just a little bit about taunting. Oh, um, God. It's, it's, just go ahead and take it, Tommy. Terrible. I know you're Watching that game in. emotionally as a Bears fan and watching how screwed we got that game. Like, the ref obviously leans. It's the taunting, the whole taunting thing throughout the NFL has been absolutely terrible. It has. And they got to – some the NFL, they got to fix it. They got to figure it out. Yeah, every when you make something an emphasis, they're going to call it a lot more. Right. Every year we see it, we see they, they bring – to surface a new emphasis call you know a couple years ago roughing the 
uh, roughing the passer, oh, that and all, that was awful. Um, but you know, this year they've chose they've chose taunting. The dude was literally looking at the sideline. He didn't do anything else. I'm I'm sorry, but if you're gonna throw a flag for looking at the sideline, see, I, I and coming from a big Bears hater, just because you like the Bears, I think it was a great call. But that's just to, that's just to piss you off. That's stupid. Yeah, really think that was a great call. No, I was, like I said, it was just to piss him off. That was that was really bad. It's not gonna piss me off. Uh, but I mean, there were so many bad calls in that football game. Also, ref ball has been it's getting worse and worse. I will say, so, you know, I don't like taunting. It, 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 you know, there, there to an extent, it's all right. But the 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 league has brought this. We're, you know, you get two taunting calls and you're done. That's pretty much just saying we're gonna let you do it once, but oh, then if you do it again, then you're gone. I just it, think that's pointless. Look, at any unsportsmanlike penalty they can come up with, they're gonna come up with because it just involves another ten thousand dollar fine for their league. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that ten thousand dollars, man, it's gonna be a lot. I mean, there's been 20, 27 taunting calls through this season for three hundred fifty nine penalties. It's ridiculous. My problem with it is, is we keep adding these different rules that the refs get the privilege of calling, which I think just goes to their empowerment that are subjective. Like, one ref is going to call it different than the next ref, and there's no way to detail in the criteria of the rule what the actual rule is. Whereas if you add a call that is holding, offside, something like that, you have an objective rule that can be followed by the entire league. This subjectiveness is just going to lead down a spiral that goes nowhere. I don't think anybody in the NFL is enjoying the taunting call. I think fans enjoy a little bit of swagger. These NFL stars work for 10 years. They go through adversity. I think they should be able to celebrate a little bit. I was I was already mad about the celebration rules for the defense having to go to the end zone, tight ends not being able to spike, all these little knickknacks that Roger Goodell is adding. I think he's just getting way too picky on the league. I see where he's going. It's just subjectiveness leads to a bad, bad hill. I will say there is certain things you know pretending to, to drop your pants and moon the crowd and that's only and happened like once. dance on the on that the, happened the, once <laughs> all right or or you score a touchdown and you go down to your knees and you act like you're a dog peeing on the crowd or on whatever see, yeah Farron, that, do whatever you that's see no <laughs> there are the, to an extent an character to an extent i i like the enforcing the taunting call but it's just too much I don't know. You should be able to... If you... There should be a limit, but liking the taunting call is strong. I don't think you should like it. I, I think there should be a limit to what players can do. But come on, they're, they're what, 20 to 40-year-olds. I mean, come on. They're going to be mature enough to do whatever the, they want. They'll take responsibility for their own actions. So... I don't know. I think it's putting too much power in the ref's hands. All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the whole situation that's ongoing with Aaron Rodgers and what he's looking like going into this week and what his fines looking like, what it's looking like for Green Bay. You guys have an opinion on this? Is there some clarity to the fines? I know there's a lot of different rumors out there about why he got fined, vaccinated, unvaccinated. Was he in the right? Was he in the wrong? What do you guys think? So, is he going to play this week? Do no. I start him in fantasy? No, you don't. No, he's not going to play. <laughs> well, that, that brings up that whole trade Unless, that I just I, didn't I, agree you know, with, but if whatever. He, if he clears protocol, then he's going to play. But I mean, there'll be time. There'll be time to whether he can start him or not. 
Unless you're, I don't see you deciding to start Tua over Aaron Rodgers for a Thursday night game. So, and if you have Lamar, you don't have Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, there's nothing there you would start him. Actually, the game is a three o'clock game, but wasn't he cleared today? Was he cleared? Yeah, yeah. No, he's clear. He's clear. Play him. I mean, he's playing then. Yeah, the, the, he's gonna play. But when you get back to the fine and stuff, I I know just talking to you guys, I you know, throughout the week, the we're gonna we're gonna disagree with this a little bit on the sides of the desks. But I think when it comes to protocol, protocol is there for a reason, and yeah. whether you whether you agree with it, you don't agree with it, it should be it shouldn't be there. You gotta respect it, and Aaron Rodgers did not respect and obey that protocol so i think there has to be a fine that fine was a joke but i think something has to be done about it no no he's gonna get fined because he didn't follow protocol he didn't get fined because he didn't get vaccinated he got fined because he didn't wear a mask when Uh, you're supposed to uh in one of your press conferences you're supposed to wear a mask if you're not vaccinated i mean you see lamar doesn't get any hate and he's unvaccinated and i Right, I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. He came out and said he was unvaccinated at the beginning of the year. It's just it took seven weeks for Rodgers to say, and he actually got caught because he got COVID. So right, if he didn't get COVID, this doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, you have all right not to get vaccinated, but for you to walk around like you are vaccinated and do, I mean, vaccinated and you do protocol like you are, then you should get fined. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean it's protocol, and I think media is kind of you know picking it up in a different wind. Obviously, I think the people that are in charge knew that he was considered unvaccinated. He just wasn't following protocol to a certain extent. And it looks like he has to test negative before he can play this Sunday, which kind of jacks up the betting odds for Vegas. But that's what they love because they just want to steal money. So, Jordan Love, what do you guys think? He's going to be good? or Wait, go, Going back to the Rodgers thing, if the league knew that he was unvaccinated or immunitized or whatever he said, why aren't they finding him and seeing him that he doesn't have a mask on and stuff and like the facility, if like if his claim was that he because, went to the NFL and asked, like, should I be clear off that? They said no, but Rogers didn't file protocol, so why fine him? Because seven this, weeks because after? Be, at the beginning uh, of the season, he was asked if he was vaccinated, and he said, "Yeah, I'm immunized." He said, "Yeah, comma or period, however it was, I'm immunized." There was a separation. He said yes. That's all they cared about. No, no, so, they, knew. no he, they knew. They acknowledged it, too, and I think that's why he got fined. It wasn't for lying. They have to turn in some sort of proof, and I think when he got rejected for his ivermectin or whatever he wanted to use for his vaccination supplement, uh, he went on and tried to act like he was unvaccinated, which involves a smorgasbord of rules. And I think that's part of the $300,000 fine that the organization got is because they – Obviously, the NFL is not going to find him until now, and the reason they find the uh, the Packers all that money is because they weren't doing anything about him not wearing his mask and all that other crap. It's weird because it seems like the NFL is really strict on these COVID protocols, but then when player when you see players without mask, they they only get caught when they actually get COVID, and they realize oh they're unvaccinated and they haven't been following the right protocols. They gotta they gotta keep up with the public affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Let's move on. It's, it was a weird weekend in the NFL. So many upsets and close calls that, I mean, it was just, I don't know what, I don't even know how to start it because there was just so many oddities that happened this weekend. 
Can you bring up the scores? Just to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just uh, from last week, we had. Was there? A, what was the? Oh yeah, the Bengals got absolutely blown out. The Cowboys did not look like the Cowboys, and that Cowboys game was really yeah, shocking. To let's me. just. I mean, we got two Cowboys fans here. Let's let's talk about that for a little bit. It's gonna it's gonna hurt to talk about, but hey, I mean, it was it happened. Nathan, what do you think? Was like, I mean, was it something that happened in the game before the game? They just weren't ready. What What do you think happened? I think we got out coached. We went home, played at home. Had about thirty percent of the fans were in orange, and uh, the, the week of practice was terrible. Uh, I think our I think our players just thought we were on top of the world, and they don't realize that when you are on top of the world, you are gonna have a target on your head. They acknowledge that. They didn't come out ready to play. Our defense got smacked all around. Like Dan Quinn said, it, it looked they were like hitting harder than us. Uh, I mean, we, we had what we had Williams at a six-yard gain with four guys on him. Micah Parsons sitting there watching. Randy Gregory walking back to the sideline, and he breaks through three tackles and keeps running. Like it was just a sense of getting outplayed all the way across the board. It was really disappointing. Well, and then offensive, offensively, you got. Six drop passes by the wide receivers. Uh, yeah, offensively, we, were, we we converted like three third downs. It was terrible. We had so many three and outs. Punned the ball like no other. We had six drop passes. Uh, I mean, Dak Prescott looked terrible. I, I'll say it, he, he looked terrible. And there was a lot of things that went against him with the drop passes. But if we want to break it down, I think he had close to 120 yards with no touchdowns outside of garbage time. Right. He picked up a ton of yards. And those two touchdowns at the end of the game, thank God for the staff padding and the people that are taking him as the MVP. But uh, I, don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know if their defense picked up on our scheme or we just... They ran down your throat, it looks like. Oh, yeah, they ran one carries, 190 yards. Melvin Gordon and that rookie. Rookie looks really good. Do you think going for it on fourth and short two times in the first quarter or first half, whenever it was, I know it was early, do you think not getting those had any effect on the morale of the team? Yeah, uh, obviously, big plays like that. But the bigger morale difference was when we came out of the half, our defense decided to show up. Dan Quinn made some adjustments. We got a three and out with a sack. Randy, like we got a Micah Parsons had that yeah, seven yard Micah sack. Yeah, Micah Parsons. We blocked the punt, and we get a call that doesn't go our way, but it's the right. It's call. It's the right call. It's and the they, right should they should know it. They should know it. And our defense folds, and it folds for the rest of the half. I think that's what really killed the game. I will say I, I've seen, you know, I listen to some other podcasts and listen to some other stuff. Uh, people just going crazy about that punt call where, you know, we blocked the punt, and then it gets past the line of scrimmage, and I don't even know who the guy was, but he tried to grab the ball, muffed it, Broncos picked it up, and, you know, went down Broncos ball I you know and then I'm hearing everybody oh we needed to change the rule it's a dumb rule at first I will admit I kind of thought that I was like that's a stupid rule you know you didn't they didn't it's even a get a first rule. down worth of yards from where the or the initial spot they gave, was they gave but the ball? no way they gave him the ball I wasn't watching I saw that highlight but I didn't think they gave him the ball oh yeah I would have thought the Cowboys just got the ball right there no 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 because technically it was a change of possession because they kicked the ball away we touched it past the line of scrimmage so it was a muffed you know reception or whatever 
That's weird. Yeah, back to the effectiveness. That is so easy to fix, and they need to fix it. Exactly. Just, just call it the first down line. If it passed the first down line, then it's a change of position. Yeah, well, all refs have been terrible, terrible this year. Well, that has nothing to do with the refs. That was the absolute right call. So. Well, right. Yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad rule. It's a bad rule. Terrible rule. The only player that showed up in that game was Micah Parsons, who yep. continues to make a case for himself as rookie of the year. All Defensive right. rookie of the year. And then the Browns giving it to the Bengals. I was shocked by that. I thought the Bengals were going to win the game. But obviously the OBJ cancer story is pretty pretty telling how good Baker was. I don't understand that division, man. I that, it's it. crazy. Now the Steelers are starting to win again. I'm not a, I'm not a Bengals believer. Do you think all four? No, all four came at the... Uh, will there be three teams in the playoffs from the south? No. no. I mean the north? No. Well, I, depending on the AFC, looks like a crap show. So. I, what are the Steelers? They're, 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 six, they're five, five and three. Five and three, yeah. I don't know. Could be. We'll talk a little bit about the Titans and Rams. In a li- or Titans. The Titans, especially, in a little bit. That was shocking. Um, How about no, that? Uh, really this one. Though. The Jaguars and the Bills. That didn't even look like a football game, in my opinion. Josh Allen was the best player on the field, and it was the one on the defense. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> defensive dummy. Josh Allen. Could have a chip. Man. I mean, what, you have two sacks and an interception? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude was on fire. Let's oh, see that's it. That's awesome. Well, no, one sack, eight total tackles, and two tackles for loss, and he had an interception. Obviously, that was a good play. Yep. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I don't, what happened with Buffalo there? I don't, I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. I don't either. Uh, the run game, Clyde. they they barely ran the ball. Well, that's well, they, Buffalo. They don't run the ball. They yeah. throw the right. ball. And if the pass is not working, you're pretty much screwed if you're Buffalo. But it's it's Jacksonville. It usually you say it's Jacksonville and it's going to be a win. But maybe Urban Meyer's finally getting through. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think you so. Josh Allen did 26 QBR. You're winning every game. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence uh, had a 37 QBR. Well, that was the game plan. Urban Meyer simply won that coaching battle. He knew he needed time of possession if he's going to beat a big dog. So he kept his offense on the field as long as he could, which involved a lot of running, a lot of different RPOs and stuff like that. It's good seeing Jacksonville win, though. It's really, it really is. I just don't. I wouldn't get your hopes up. I don't think it's no, going to last. I, I still think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the best quarterback out of the draft class eventually. And I, I have Justin Fields on my team, so get him James Robinson back. Yes, I mean twenty one. They were they were tied. Uh, oh, well, and the, how can... about those Falcons? Oh man, you, I was getting called crazy for picking the Falcons to win this football game. Yeah, I remember specifically saying the Falcons were going to show up and get absolutely clobbered. <laughs> oh, and I didn't I pick them to win it. Fight my words. I picked them to cover and win. I uh, I definitely or I I didn't definitely I did bet on them to cover the spread. I I think the Falcons are something to mess with. God, Cordell Patterson has been probably he's got to be the most improved player of the year. If you, I wouldn't call him most improved. He just doesn't have an idiot of a coach anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's actually <laughs> giving he's Get getting down, a shot. Man. There's that a was... difference between improving and getting a shot. Yeah, and... well, Matt Nagy does not know how to use players. Kyle so. Pitts is still Unless, real. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is all oh, he's he's three there only three receptions. He's that was with Ridley was out. Yeah, yeah, Calvin's he's got he's got his own thing going mentally. You gotta respect it though. I mean, it, something's going on, and he's taking he's taking care of it the way he thinks he should. Maddie Ice, then. how about that? Let's talk about this game. 
the Bears, <laughs> man. That, that was a rough game. Man. To watch. It was such a stressful game to watch as a Bears fan. It's a great and game for a Bears fan. I wish I could talk about it as emotionally I was that night. Yeah, let's let's keep it. Justin Fields is he's legit. He's legit. Oh. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh's had a good defense, and Fields really carved him up in the second half. And I I, I think he okay, but he's gonna be the guy. So it's it's gonna take him a half he, he every game to get into no, the groove. No, it's it's adjustments and actually going with. A good game plan for Justin oh, Fields, but that's saw. that means it takes him a half to adjust. That's, I mean, because in the first stupid. half, that's stupid he, because he, he played great in the first half against San Francisco, and he played decent in the first half against San Francisco, and he he was all right in the first half here. But really, yes, we would have he would have had a passing touchdown if it wasn't the bolt that 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 bad call with <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say yeah I know with the blocking when he was you you're allowed to you know clip the guy when you're in this zone he was in the zone and he plus he missed TJ Watt and that was a touchdown pass for Justin to Jimmy Graham God knows how he's still alive playing yeah, where football. did Jimmy Graham come from oh he was out of nowhere as a Bears fan what do you think of Cole Komet because you know oh, he, he showed up. up on so many Finally, guys for that guy like as a tight end in the we need a tight end we need a tight end that was a most important position at the time, and Colt, he he's played good the last two weeks. Many Bears fans did not like him. Uh, they would tell me all the time that Colt a bust, and there was no point in taking a tight end that early. But he's finally starting to show up. He definitely showed up in this game. Matt Nagy said he's starting to take the next step in his development. So I, I I'm excited for Colt's future. I think he had the potential of being used as Travis Kelsey, not. Travis Kelsey potential, but the way that we're using him with the Matt Nagy offense, and how it's some, how he's trying to relate it to Kansas City. Okay, I've, I've looked through your Instagram page. You are not a fan of Matt Nagy. <laughs> nope, I am not a fan so of Matt Nagy. Are we still like, no, fire him. He's getting fired. He's gone after this year. There's no way he stays. There's just yeah. no way. You, <sighs> yeah, can we just talk about that a little bit? How how Ooh. many posts did you make? Oh, Matt Nagy getting fired? No, no, no. Just, just because of the loss. Because of the loss. Oh, oh, I made you like make? probably five posts in one day about all the taunting and stuff. Uh, that was emotional after the day, and then I, I kept posting about the, how the refs are bad and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, Justin Fields with a fifty-eight percent completion, one touchdown, and one interception. Justin Fields played great. If you watch the game, he played amazing. He was actually throwing the ball deep accurate, and that's what you want to see. I mean, his first couple, his first what he's played five games for last night, and he, he I think he played really well. Yeah, five games. I mean, he's a rookie. What do you? Thirty-five what do you games. He's had not, what, four touchdowns, eight not, interceptions, with a QBR of twenty-seven. Not everyone could be Justin Herbert coming out of college. Not everyone could be that. So it's going to take time, and you got to you got to realize the offensive line he has and the. Handicap of a coach he has in Matt Nagy. If he's not gone, I I give up. Yep. Think your defense changed that game? Yes, to, to the worst. <sighs> because injuries because couldn't stop. Play good. Couldn't injuries are always they're always going to be with the Bears. Keem Hicks gets hurt every other play. It seems like, and not having Mac obviously hurts our chances automatically. But stopping the run is just it's gone off the window. We can't stop the run anymore. And also having, yeah, I mean, want to do that. yeah, Kendall Valador, he's been playing so bad and so good at some times. It's, it's mostly the bad because he gave up the quick slant to the, uh, uh, to Deontay Johnson for them to set up an easy game when he field goal. And can we talk about your field goal? 
Our field goal? I just want to ask you a question. He was offsides. One of the Steelers players was offsides. Oh, gosh. That's not what I'm talking about. Do you, do, you... I want to know the camera angle from behind behind the end zone. It looked a lot better. Did you think it was a doink? By no, dance? no, I didn't think it was a doink. I think he just. I think it, I saw it balance on the ground. Looked exactly like a doink in my from what I saw, um, and I was just dying oh, laughing. Well, if you're gonna okay, you can I, doinking a 65 yard field goal off the bottom thing but, and yeah, doinking no, it's a just, 42 it's yard just, field goal off the. What post I'm saying is, is that's totally just, different things. That's just the Bears, though. Like it's just the Bears. Yeah, it's just the Bears. I'm sorry, but any other team doinks it, you don't. Yeah, the media and shit. Not a 65 yarder. I mean, it's 65 yards. Yeah, but it's the Bears. I said it. It's I'm a Bears. Bears. I'm a Bears hater just because Bears of you, hater. Tommy. Yeah, just, yeah. Let's just let's get let's get moving. I like on. to see Greg the Lake. Let, hey, let's get. Like, I like to see on. Greg the Lake try a 65 yard field goal and see what happens. I would not. I would love to hear this other Nagichubata dude. <laughs> yeah. I know who we just signed. Just uh, start going to like peewee practice, trying to find some players. Let's get moving on. Uh, over and under reactions. Uh, the Bengals, are they an early success? Or you was forgot about the Cardinals, man. The Cardinals? Oh, my. They kicked the San Francisco's ass with no one. Yeah, the Kyler Murray. Is so he's horns down native and, what, three receivers that I've never is heard Kyler of? Kyler Murray system quarterback? Ooh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, the, the MVP odds changed completely this yeah. week, by the way. Tom Brady's at top. Kyler Murray dropped. Dak dropped. Colt Stafford McCoy. climbed. My goodness, Colt McCoy, man. Yep. Yeah. Like, look at this. Their defense showed up. Buda Baker was balling out. Always been. A you dog. don't win that game if Colt McCoy doesn't go twenty-two for twenty-six. Jeez, he had a game, didn't he? Yeah. Kyler. Uh, Connor had a game. Yeah, Connor. But San Francisco. I think at this point, if you're the Forty ers you just start Trey Lance and develop him. At this point, there's no there's no point in trying to compete with Jimmy Garoppolo when he's just going to leave next year anyway. I agree. I agree. I don't. I haven't seen much from Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not playing bad. He, but he's just not. There's no point of continuing to play him if we're just going to lose and, George, and not. And ha- George Kittle's back. Kittle's nice back. Yeah. Number Brandon Ayuk. Look at Brandon Ayuk, man. Yeah, Finally, no, I don't want to hear anything game. about Brandon Ayuk after yeah. I after I went against Nathan this week in fantasy, well, and we were joking. Reason. Did you start Brandon Ayuk? Yeah, I we did. were joking. I, I go, oh. I go. If you start Brandon Ayuk, he's gonna have a terrible week. If you don't start him, he's gonna have a great week. He decides to start him anyway, and he does this, and then. Oh, and then it all goes he, down to Matthew Stafford. You take skill, he's the best receiver on the team. I don't know what it is. Jimmy, I don't know if Jimmy G's seeing Debo Samuel behind the camera or what. But these two, like, Debo Samuel is in triple coverage. Where does uh, Jimmy G go? Right to him. Don't worry, Ayuk is wide open in the end zone. It is so annoying to watch. Man. Ayuk is the better receiver. Cardinals are legit, man. They're legit. Cardinals, yeah, the Cardinals won that division. I hope. Don't I hate it. the Rams, man. Oh, that division's so good. If if Russell Wilson didn't get hurt, too, he's that, back. He's back. He's back this week. Yeah. I hope they beat Green Bay. That'd well, be awesome. Of course you do. <laughs> Maybe you should just. Take Are we gonna talk about? We gonna talk about how much you hate Green Bay every week, Tommy? Yeah. Let's get moving on. The Bengals, man. The Bengals' early success was a fluke. I say. I think it's an. Uh, I think it's a proper reaction. I say no. I'm a big Joe Burrow believer. And just because, Maybe last year. And it's hard to defend him 
Oh, and they got blown out by Cleveland and Baker, who's not been looking good this year. But I still believe in the Bengals. I really love Joe Burrow, and I think he's going to be a future top, what? I want to say top six quarterback in the NFL. Burrow? Yes. Joe Burrow? In the future, yes. Not right now. Not right now. When? Yeah, like, this is his second he's... year. It is time to go. No, it's not time to go. Give him, Third year is when you have to show up. You realize you're, you're three and six Bears. Beat him. Well, he did throw three picks in a row against the Bears, but I, I, Joe Burrow, man, I think he's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. I love Jamar Chase. I love T. Higgins. I'd love a receiver that I could throw a ten-yard pass to, and then he runs eighty yards for a touchdown. Right, <laughs> that'd yeah. be really good. Stat pad the heck out of me. I mean, I, I mean, just football is he not supposed to run eighty yards for a touchdown a ten-yard route? I don't know. Bengal, the Bengals, uh, well, they have a running back issue. Guy can't stay healthy. Their quarterback. Did, it's Joe Burrow. The fact is, I mean, he's winning close games. Congrats. You beat the Jets on a final possession, and you beat the Vikings on a final possession. No, they lost to the Jets. They yeah. what? Yeah. You <laughs> lost to the Jets. What's Mike White? Mike White's a different breed. Are you kidding me? The, the, uh, okay. Mike yeah, White's no, I, I, if Mike White's playing, you can't, you can't call him the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah, I think that should solve the story. If you can name one good thing that's coming out of the Jets season besides Michael White... Um, I, will, I will let you have a chance. Carter. Yeah, the Carter. Carter. The yeah. Carter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a good fantasy pick. He's been good. and um, I bet on the Jets for once. All right, let's hey, – I think a good thing is for the Jets is that Becton's not playing this season <laughs> because he can just rest up and actually get ready to compete. Worst thing that happened for the Jets is them winning last year in Week 16. <laughs> to lose the first pick. <sighs> what are we talking about? We were talking about the Bengals, but yeah. Zach, what do you do with Zach Wilson if Mike got Mike White is legit? Like, what do you do? You can't. Tra- you gotta keep him. You got too much of a cap hit if you try to trade him. I don't know. The only reason I'll let the Bengals hang around in this uh, overreaction that it is is the fact that their division is actually a toss up. And I have this one right. It's between the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Browns. Oh shit! What? The Ravens. It's just it's a four. Anyone can win it, I think. But I think power rankings in that division. I would have to put the Bengals at the bottom right now, but I don't think their season's over. Browns at the bottom. Why? Why are the Browns at the bottom? They just beat the Bengals forty-one to sixteen. <laughs> yeah, no, the Browns are not at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, Bengals. Yeah, Bengals are definitely not the team that they look like. They have no consistency. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I think they were consistent when they were five and one. That was pretty consistent. They were five and one, huh? Pretty sure, right? Pretty, yeah. Bears are the only team that beat. No, they were. I, think they were I, would, I would say they were. Let me see. Okay, they're one, one and one, two, three and one, three and two, four and two, five and two. They were five and two at one point. But yeah, they destroyed the Baltimore. That's my point. Like, where's the consistency, man? There's, it's the NFL. It's, it's wild. If, you, if there's a consistent team in the NFL, I mean, it's going to be good. All right, and now moving on. Moving on to those Titans. That was a shocker. I didn't think it would be like that without Derrick Henry, but... Obviously, it's not just run Derrick Henry down people's throats. And if you stop Derrick Henry, you beat the Titans. It they're they're legit. I mean, can you can you pull up the stats for the that Titans game? Yeah, I don't but know if one game if you can call him legit after one the game. Obviously, the panic. I, I don't. Like, OBJ, we need you because Titans are legit. I think they're they're contenders for the. They could be a Super Bowl contending team because of the AFC. Yeah, AFC's wild this year. Let's see, pull it up. 
AP. I mean, just look at the stat. I mean, how was it this one's like one-sided during the game? Do because do you think the Rams are thinking, oh, they don't have Derrick Henry now. All we got to do is stop the you know stop the passing you can't game. Think about that, they would. I don't think they thought about that because they still have AJ Brown and Julio, and Julio can be okay. But Ryan Tannehill threw for 143 sure, yeah, er, yards. 143 yards from Ryan Tannehill. I think ever since beating Buffalo, the Titans' defense has been starting to take really good strides moving forward, and they've probably got some confidence going with them. But the Rams, it's one of those games where your Super Bowl contender just doesn't show up. We saw it last year with the Bears and Bucks when the Bears beat them. Uh, sometimes you just don't show up. Stafford couldn't get anything going. Yeah, Stafford, man. I don't know what. You remember looking at he that got 80 throw. yards and a he, touchdown. Did you see man. that throw he made? Crunch he had two terrible throws. Yeah. Two possessions in a row. You'd think a veteran would be able to make an adjustment. Yeah, well, coming from Detroit, you've had to do some of those. Brought, what was that? Brought Jared Goff to L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, Titans, my opinion, they're contenders. What do you mean? Yeah, Titans, top. Top two team in the AFC. Talking about contenders, this brings us to our next one. Do we think the Falcons are wild card contenders? You you have to say that they're contenders. I mean, they're they're what? They're four and four, right? If I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, they're four and four. I can see on the top, but they do have a very difficult schedule going forward. I was looking at it earlier today, and it's not it's not going to get any easier. They got Dallas next. Maybe they can take advantage of a Dallas team who just got they, they just lost to. Denver. So, if you look at the game plan Denver put on, I think Atlanta's got. Nah, they're not even close to Denver's defense. But you saw last year the Falcons and Cowboys with Dak at the helm, and it's pretty much the same team besides the Dan Quinn. Yeah. And you don't know what Cowboys defense you're going to get. And I think the Cowboys defense is overrated. You got. Well, we just lost Randy Gregory for three weeks. D-Law should be coming back. Demarcus Lawrence, I believe he's back this week. He's, he's been practicing. Uh, Michael Gallup's back this week also. But regardless of the Cowboys and their injury stature that never ends, uh, if I think if Atlanta can put up a good game or a win against the Cowboys, just cover just cover the spread. I think they got like eight and a half points. They're legit. They're legit. Yeah, I think, they're, yeah, I think, I think the Falcons – I think this might be Matty Ice's – I don't want to say his last season, but it's starting to get to a point where it's going to be a farewell tour at some point. Yeah, I, I'd love to see the Falcons make it happen. Uh, everyone's going to soft thought for the Falcons after they blew that Super Bowl. I would have to... Like, look at that. That schedule, that schedule looks 40. pretty easy. What do you mean? They have two easy games. They got Jacksonville, and they got Detroit. Look at the rest of their games. We don't even know what Carolina's going to be with Cam Newton. Like, New England's on a pushover. Dallas is definitely not a pushover. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady owns Atlanta. Let's just remind you that. San Francisco, you don't know what San Francisco is going to I give them a win at San Francisco, Detroit, and if Buffalo doesn't figure their stuff out. They won't lose. Like, they'll, they, they, they'll lose to Buffalo. That was a one-off game. Okay, well then if that's the case, then they're not wild, I, they're not making the wild card. I, it's it's going to be tough. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think you could say that they're wild card contenders, but then say they're going to lose most of their games for the rest of the season. They can they can contend for the wild card. They're four and four, but looking at their schedule, it's it's going to be brutal. I can say they're contenders just like the Bears are. <laughs> at three and six, I mean you don't know. I I don't think it's him. There's gonna be there's seven seeds, so 
I think at minimum an eight an eight win team can make it. Just depends. But they're on not they're not gonna win their division. No. So well, that means actually, no. Tampa Bay's got that. Yeah. No, they're they've got three spots to fight for. All you gotta do is be better than Cam Newton. I tell them to go win the division. Just beat them all. <laughs> That's what we we would like to see Tom Brady not win the division, but. Yet to see someone out coach Tom Brady. Yeah, my opinion, Falcons are playoff contenders, but it could be rough. I mean, well, what the hell? But, uh, not even in the right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, there it is. There's the Saints. Yeah, four and four, five and three. Saints are just—I don't know what they're gonna do. Then is Simeon good? Do they get? They were the rumors saying they wanted to. Yeah, we already said that last week with Philip Rivers. I don't think it's happening, but Taysom Hill, do you give him a whole game worth? Taysom Hill. I mean, if you're looking at it, if they with seven teams, there's a possibility they'd have to. They, I think it's still going to be a nine-win team. I think everyone with three wins still has a chance, but you got to win this week. You got to get to four wins. You got to beat New Orleans. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I don't know. Alright, so that was overreactions, so let's get into the pick'em. Why not? First game of the night, it was Baltimore at Miami. We already made our picks before the game started. I took Baltimore to cover 7.5. Nathan took Baltimore to cover 7.5. And, and Jacoby took the Dolphins to well, cover 7. That is one of the easiest picks on the sheet. Yeah. You want to you wanna explain why you picked the, the Dolphins? I just... I don't know. The Dolphins are so streaky that you never know when they're going to have a good week and when they're not. And, you know, I'm just... In all honesty, it comes to, It's just fantasy for me because I need Miles Gaskin to do good now that I've lost Derrick Henry. So I'm just going to say they're going to have a good week. If they have a good week, then, yeah, I I, I win from that. Got and, Jacoby Brissett. That's your, like, guy. <laughs> Is he starting tonight? I heard him. Is he not? I thought two was... Yeah. Since we've already made our picks, we can yeah, just look at what's happening. Three nothing right now in the first quarter. Uh, the box score. It's it Jacoby Brissett tonight, so two of us not playing. He's not playing. You got to take your guy. All right, so <laughs> yeah, that that's what it is. I'm just taking my guy. The Jacksonville Jaguars travel to Indianapolis. Indy is ten and a half point favorites. Kid out of town. Who who are you taking? I was just because I, I, I think this is the last. I'm think I'm taking the Jaguars to cover. I, I mean, we saw it. it's in Indianapolis. Carson Wentz is bad. Trevor Lawrence is not good, but he's good enough for ten points. Give me the Jaguars. Yep, I'm taking the Jags. Taking the Jags. All right, and then Harry's picks will we'll get them eventually. So and then Cleveland goes to New England. New England is one and a half point favorites. In New England. One and a half. I'm taking New England easy. I'm I don't the because that's pretty much just who's line. winning. Yeah. So you're taking New England. Yeah. Okay. I'm taking Cleveland 100. percent Actually, what they did the Bengals, they're feeling well about themselves. I'm taking Cleveland. Yeah. I don't I'm think. Sure the I don't think felt beating well about themselves. Buffalo felt well yeah. about themselves. I don't well, think beating up on the Bengals is going to give you much momentum. I mean, did the Ra- before this week did the Rams blow out a team? They didn't blow out anyone in their way. <laughs> well, did the Buffalo Bills blow out a team before they yeah, played Jacksonville? I think they blew out the Chiefs. <laughs> like, no other. 
Yeah, so with that, I'm, I'm taking my boy Mac Jones Mac and Bill Jones. Belichick. I picked all road teams so far. It's a revive combo. <laughs> this is not going to go good because Atlanta travels Dallas. Dallas is minus nine. So last week I said Dallas was had the capability of handling an, you know, a nine-and-a-half-point spread against the Broncos. <laughs> I was very confident in that pick, and I'm going to be honest – with, I just feel like that was my fault that we lost just because of all the stuff I said. So I'm going to take the Falcons to cover, wow, okay. hoping that we win by more than nine points and I'll be happy. What do you think, Nathan? Uh, it's a, If I had to put money on it and took all my bias out, it's the Falcons. But for the sake of this, we're going Dallas Cowboys. They're coming off a terrible loss, one of the worst games I've seen since 2016 when Dak joined the team. They were fired up. They got D-Law back. They got Michael Gallup back. Dan Quinn's going to fix his shit. Cowboys right. by, like, 20. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take Atlanta here because I think Atlanta's got some – I think they'll cover. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll cover. See, Nathan, that was the confidence I had last week. So, <laughs> believe it. All right, Buffalo travels to New York. I don't know if Mike White's playing, but this spread is minus 13 and a half. And I'm going to say right now I'm picking the Jets to cover 13 and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah, 13 yep. and a half, that's a lot. What do you think? Which I said yeah. the exact same thing last week, though. Same thing with the Cowboys. But, uh, give me the Bills. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think the Jets are anything. Yeah, I really you don't. don't. You don't like the Mike White effect? I, well, is he? He's hurt. If he plays... I'm sure bring up the injury report really quick. But if he plays, I think the Jets are going to cover easy. And I can actually... Who did Mike White go off against? The Bengals. When yeah. they were five and... The Bengals? Yeah. Mike he's not White. even on. He's there. on the. He's that. He's not on the injury list. So yeah, that means he's... Mike White magic is back. That's cool. Mike White's gonna have to score about thirty-eight points. I think it, if the Jags can hold them, the Jags can hold Buffalo. Ball, but no, you don't. The Jags are not. Jags bad. defense is not that bad they, compared they got to the Jets. A couple pieces. Jet, I can't name a single player in the Jets defense. Um, Quinn Williams. Quinn Williams is pretty solid. Where'd they get him? Like Southeastern State? Like what? He was the third <laughs> overall pick from Alabama. Oh, yeah. And then you got CJ Mosley. He's decent. They yeah. won't have Marcus Mann. I'm sticking with it. Sticking with it. Buffalo. Okay. I like the Bills. I like, right. I like them too, but I don't. That that's just a lot. <clears throat> Next Next game. A lot. The New Orleans Saints travel to Tennessee. Tennessee is favored by minus three. What are we thinking here? I'm going to go with a bold pick, and th I'm just going to say the Titans are not what everybody says they are. So you're picking... It's tough because they're going against the Saints. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints. All right, what do you what do you think, Nathan? Uh, it's a big toss-up. <sighs> Titans. Titans. I ride the Titans. All right, well, I'm telling you right now that I think the Titans are legit. I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to win this game by seven. So I'll I'll pay I'll pay the Titans. Where's it at? Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee. Next game, Tampa Bay travels to Washington, and Tampa Bay is favored by nine and a half. I gotta look at Washington. I have... Washington six and I mean two and six, and yeah. he's still their quarterback. He's still playing. I mean, you don't have anyone else. Nine and a half, Tampa Bay. I'm I'm taking Tampa Bay in this one. I think they'll. I think. Give me Washington mm. for the sake of the NFC least. 
<laughs> I need some help. It's time for Washington to be good. I think their defense might finally show up. I don't know. Jacoby? Yeah, I'll take Tampa Bay, please. Tampa Bay. All right, moving on. Detroit travels to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's minus nine. Favorite against an 0-8 Lions team. I feel like Pittsburgh really let me down with my pick against the Bears, and they're they're, they're really feeling bad for me, so I'm going to – they're, they're going to make it up to me. I'm going to Pittsburgh. All right. I think this game's going to be close. So I think I don't think Detroit's going to win. I'm optimistic about Detroit because I, I like Dan Campbell. Even as a Bears fan, I got to admit, you got a soft spot for Detroit. You, I mean, you kind of want to see him do good. But Pittsburgh I, minus nine. I know. I, I'm going to take Detroit. Yeah, I'm taking Detroit too, just because I don't, I don't think Pittsburgh can score enough points. <laughs> I have an unhappy girlfriend. Uh, what? Well, I, girlfriend's I still think dad. Pittsburgh's gonna win the game. Nine points though. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the Lions just in case they win that game. Win a game. Minnesota travels to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. The Chargers are two and a half favorites against the Vikings, who blew it last week. We love seeing that. <laughs> I I'm picking the Chargers because I hate the Vikings. That's that's what it is. Picking the Chargers, two and a half. What do you got, Jacoby? I, mean, I don't really know much about that game other than what I've seen, uh, what I saw Minnesota do against the Cowboys, and I know the Chargers. They started hot, right? But then they kind of went cold. Isn't that right? I don't. I don't well, really. They're kind of one of those Bengals teams. Yeah. They. I mean, Justin Herbert had his best week this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so I'm taking the Chargers just because I don't really know what else to pick. But, yeah. I bet you the Chargers went on another game-winning field goal just like Kirk Cousins has had Who'd to deal pick? with all week. Who did you pick? Chargers. Chargers. Minus three, game-winning field goal. Vikings. So it's going to be a tie game on that Every, tie, every single Vikings loss this now year this, has been uh, one possession. This next spread is pretty interesting. Carolina travels to Arizona. Arizona's minus 10. I'm picking Carolina to cover. With or without Cam Newton, I'm still taking the Cardinals. Spread I don't even know if that's with Kyler Murray or not. Cam Newton fan, baby. Give me the Panthers. All right. Seattle travels to Green Bay. Green Bay's minus three and a half. And nope. No? <laughs> nope. Not doing it? Russell Wilson's back, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. Nathan takes the Seahawks. What do you think? Gotta just go with the Russell Wilson train. I'm I'm taking Green Bay. I Green Bay you, at home when Aaron sick? Rodgers coming back. Are you sick or something? I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is gonna be back. I'm taking the chance that Aaron Rodgers is back. God, I hope he's back for the sake of my fantasy season. And I'll take responsibility if Aaron Rodgers is not back. I'm still back in the pick because I gotta. Hot, uh, hot take: Seahawks might make a run for the wild card here. What are they? They're like three and six. Three and five. Okay. Yeah, oh, three and bad. five. Four Good. and five after this week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, but they're in it. Philadelphia, those Eagles traveling to Denver. The, uh, Denver is minus three favorites. I think the Eagles really surprised me last week, and they played the Chargers pretty well. Yeah, who else surprised me last week? Those Denver Broncos. The Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos. If if they can do that to to Dallas then. fluke I don't care I don't care it's still it happened um, it's 
Denver minus three. Three's an easy cover, mm-hmm. I feel like. I'm going to go with fly, Eagles fly. I got the Yeah, Eagles. I'm with Tommy. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater killed us. Kansas City travels to Las Vegas. Kansas City only a minus two and a half point favorites. Is this the first matchup for these two? It is the first matchup, and it's Sunday Night Football. And Den- I don't, it's, Las Vegas is so hard to determine. But I think. Las Vegas has been very good with the spreads this year. Then the Cowboys and another team are like 7 and 2. I'm telling you, I'm picking Kansas City to cover. I, yeah, I think Kansas City wins this football game. I hope so, because I want them to be good going into next week. Give me Kansas yeah. City. Give me the Raiders in Las Vegas. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I'm and, a Raiders fan. And I, then, I'm wearing one. So, the last game, Monday Night Football, Los Angeles, Rams travel to San Francisco. Rams, I think it's a surprise that they're only minus three and a half against San Francisco. After San Francisco just lost to the Cardinals' backups, I'm afraid the Rams might have jet lag on that trout on that one. Maybe a jet lag. It's like <laughs> exactly. two miles away. <laughs> exactly. I'm taking the Rams. Two miles. It's like an eight-hour drive. Well, it's but... right. Yeah, they're they're it's not a, in the it's same just, it's city. <laughs> It'd be better if it's the Chargers and Rams. Come on. Well, it's a two-minute plane ride. How about that? I don't know, man. It's another hard one. It's hard. Yeah, I I think I'll copy you. Bless you. I don't know. Why I'm copying you. You're like five and eight, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. And who knows how bad you're gonna be? So <laughs> amazing. Are we gonna have Nate to just start out at zero and zero, or we want to give him like a little penalty? And... Yeah. No, eight eight. No, eight eight. <laughs> That's zero and zero, dumbass. Give me uh, San Francisco. Just for so the you sake. just went with the opposite. You had no, to go in. I got to keep my narrative if the Seahawks are going to make the playoffs. All right. Well, that should we should we start you off? It's like equal to the, probably the lowest. Yeah, start me off equal to eight and eight. I was thinking five no. and no, my record. You, you would go with my record. Eight and eight. You can't be eight. You can't oh, be no. eight and eight when there wasn't sixteen right. games. Yeah. Seven and seven. That's still that's still a game more. There's thirteen games. You can't. It, there's thirteen games. Seven and six. No, we're not putting you ahead. We're not of putting us. you in top. We if put anything, you on the you're getting penalized. What, all right, well, let's go third. I don't even think you guys went third. What are you three? I'm five and eight. Harry and I Harry are six, six and seven. seven. So they they picked one more right game than me. So, well, that sucks for you. I would be okay with giving you five and eight, but I really yes. want to give you four and nine. You can be five and eight. Think think about it though. What if think, I'm really thinking. What if you guys ended last week at nine and four? Well, the good for them, then. And then like, now I have to start at a disadvantage. I would, have, had, I would have put you at the lowest one. Yeah, I would have put you at Regardless, lowest one, which I'm proposing to you now. This is bullshit. Well, you you're five and eight. Nice. No, six and, six and seven. So I'll give scary. you five. Here, here's a proposition for you. I haven't you. made any picks. How are you going to say I have a wrong pick? I'll give you... Because, just listen. I'll give you five and eight this week. And if you get seventy-five percent of your picks right this week, I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the extra win. You can't do seventy-five percent out of thirteen games. Whatever, if yeah, you can't if you're over seventy-five percent. How about if I get nine of them right? Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. yeah. All right, deal. If I get eight five and eight right now. Wait, eight five is seventy-five percent. Eight five. But how many games are this week? We don't eight. Okay, so if I get eight of them right, that's what we're going with, right? Yeah. If I get eight, if I get eight of them right, then I start at zero this week. Well, there's fourteen games this week, so I mean, 
So if I get eight of them right, I get to keep it. That's yes. What I mean. Yep. No, well, no, no. no I've got you, you. I've got you at five and five and eight right now. That's some bullshit. Well, but if you get if you get eight picks right this week, we'll just turn it into uh, eight five. Fourteen. Yeah, you have fourteen. You have fourteen right. Fourteen right. So if I if I get eight right, we'll just say last week I had zero right. All right. Or zero zero. We're, we're kind of doing deal. Deal. Let's yeah. figure it out. We'll figure it out later. See you next week at the Brewing Closet.